This is a Radio.com original. The long story short is that we hopefully will have AC, but that means we will not have heat. But I don't think we'll need the heat. I, I don't think, we'll think you'll okay. need the heat. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You'll probably need the air conditioning at night. It's going to be like that, especially where you're going to be driving. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of the award-winning Talking About Cars, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon, and coming up, that's right, we hand out our first three-time visitor award to the podcast to Heather Storm, formerly of Garage Squad, <laughs> and car influencer Erica Schrule, who is all over Instagram and YouTube, and what they plan to do that you might be able to actually participate in. This is where you guys go, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Hello, Heather and Erica. How are you guys doing today? Great. Hello. How are you? We're doing great. Very good. But first, before we get into what you guys are all about and going into what your situation is, we need to talk about toys. You guys played with toys at a young age, correct? Love them. All right. Here we go. I think we still play with toys. (laughs) (laughs) Forever. The National Strong Toy Museum has announced their first 12 finalists for admission into their museum. Finally, finally, a glaring omission is one step away from being reality. What's that glaring omission, you may ask? I'm glad you did because I'm going to answer it anyway. Matchbox cars. Finally, a finalist to the toy museum. I mean, come on. I get that Barbies were inducted in 1998, but really, a cardboard box was inducted in 2005. We're talking a cardboard box before Matchbox cars. Oh, the agony. Okay, did you guys ever play with Matchbox cars growing up? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. See? We had the, I had the track, the plastic orange track. You could hang it off the top of, like, a dining room chair and let it go all the way down to the floor. Now, you may be ta- are you talking about Matchbox or Hot Wheels? Both. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. The, match- the Matchbox cars were the real small ones. Well, they were they were the ones that were a little less quick. They didn't come up with their super fast thing to meet the Hot Wheels until I want to say early 70s or along those lines. And there was only one hot, uh, Matchbox car I remember that w- could even keep up with the uh, Hot Wheels cars, and that was like a little Jeep, and you'd put it down there, and it would actually moderately stay close. But Hot Wheels were a lot quicker. Hot Wheels were a lot quicker. they came later, yeah. Yeah, they came later. And uh, talking about this right now is making me feel extremely old with you guys, but that's <laughs> – I completely get it. I completely get it. So they're going to allow three new toys into – the uh, Toy Hall of Fame, and they've got 12 lists or 12 finalists here. So I'm going to run down the finalists with you, and you guys tell me if you had a chance to vote, which actually you do. Uh, what three would you put in as uh, into the Toy Hall of Fame? There's okay. Care Bears, Coloring Books, the Fisher Price Corn Popper. You know what that is? No, that's that little thing that toddlers walk one? around. I think so. Oh, it, they t- walk around like a lawnmower, and the it like it like has balls in it or something. Exactly, oh. exactly. Oh, I believe that's it. I believe that's <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, Jenga. You guys ever play that? Yeah. yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. 
I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Good. Let's cross that out. (laughs) Masters of the Universe toys. Oh. Actually, I think I per- should probably say Masters of the Universe toys. There you go. Thank you. Uh, My Little Pony. Okay. N- Nerf That's Blaster. Ooh. Risk. You ever play Risk? How long is this list? It's 12. Okay. Yeah, and besides, we'll be there before we'll finish the show, I'm sure. And that's it for the show. Good night, everybody. Yeah, like how many we did? Three out of 12. Okay. All right. Smartphone, which that's kind of weird. That's a toy? They're listing it as a toy because that's how you can play all these video games. Mm, yeah, oh. that's a stretch for me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Spinning top. It's qualified. Spinning top. And of course, Matchbox cars. All right. Okay. All right. Heather, give me your three. Well, um, I definitely have to go with the Matchbox cars for sure. I think that's really important. And then definitely. I'm going to have to go with Care Bears. Care Bears? Uh, Care Bears <laughs> were... I remember all the Care Bears stuff when I was a little kid. That was pretty part of mine. <laughs> and then you had something else. Do you still that's have your Care Bears? Oh, no, I don't have anything like that anymore. Okay, good. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That'd be kind of creepy. They're all in the box, <laughs> facing up. Well, it'd be, no, it would be creepy if you said, why, yes, and I'm laying on them yeah. right now. Yeah, I have them on I have every single one. No, I, I, I remember there was a car, Care Bear cartoon, though, and I remember having Care Bears. So that one goes in. And then you had something else. That I can't remember. My now. Little Pony, Jenga. Oh, Jenga. I just think Jenga. Oh. Really? Okay. Those Makes are my three. Sense. All right. Very good. Cool. All right, Erica, what's yours? Okay. So let's definitely start out with Matchbox cars because obviously. This and is then... talking about cars, not talking about <laughs> Jenga. But that's, I completely get it. Uh, second spot has to be that popcorn popper. That was a blast. I didn't even know that's what it's called. I just remember what it sounds like and what it looks like in my head and that it was a blast. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, coloring books, because that's like an eternal toy. You can do that all your life. It's always going to be yeah. believing. Like cardboard box. Right. <laughs> Which is the weirdest thing. Cardboard. That's a weird one. Yeah. Now, remember. How big is the cardboard box? Does it have to be a specific size? Is you know, that that's a good question. I, I'm thinking probably like a refrigerator. But even though. <laughs> that, you remember. Have you ever played in a cardboard box that's the size of a refrigerator? Yes, remember? absolutely. That, I guess that's why you're saying that. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking along those lines. I don't, I don't know if like uh, a box of beer for example would work but you know no. kids are creative are that's I mean, true the, kittens are good the washing machine box i remember like you wanted your parents to have the appliances to break down so you could get new big boxes exactly exactly <laughs> you guys get this right on i i was thinking i asked my daughter about this and she said definitely care bears so that that works with uh, what heather said uh <laughs> how old is your daughter uh 24 now Okay. And so then there's uh, the Matchbox cars, and uh, I'm I'm thinking Nerf Blaster is a little too new. I'm trying, yeah. I, I I'm leaning toward the coloring books, and uh, let's see. Although I like Risk, but it's not that much fun because it takes forever <laughs> not to play. That much fun. It isn't that much fun. What about the spinning top thing? Uh, spinning top. Now that takes you back to. <clears throat> our grandparents' age. Yeah. I know. I was surprised that was in there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going to actually take the old person's route on this and go spinning top. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? 
Yeah, I remember playing the spinning top when I was young and that kind of thing. Wasn't the whole thing about that, though, is that you could never get it really spinning? So it was the challenge was to get it spinning for a while. And the picture they show of it, and you can see it uh, if you go to toyhalloffame.org, is they show a picture of it, and it looks like one from, I don't know, the, the 1920s or something. Yeah, if you could get it spinning, because you can't use your hand, you got to use a, uh, a a piece of string on rope. it. Right, the string, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's something that we would be in there, and uh, yeah. So, all right, so that's it. I think we've just decided it doesn't matter. All we know is Matchbox <laughs> has to be one of the things, right? Number that's one in true. All right, and by the way, the way you vote, and you could vote once a day, and I'm so big on this, I will probably waste my time voting once a day <laughs> for Matchbox cars at uh, www.toyhalloffame.org and then slash players-choice-ballot. So, again, I'll put that on the podcast uh, right up and you could read it. And, again, toyhalloffame.org, players-choice-ballot. Uh, all right. And don't vote for the smartphone. We already ticked that off the list. Oh, yeah, please. No. <laughs> I don't care how young you are. You could be younger than Erica, for God's sakes. Just don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the big stuff. Heather and Erica here with us. I have to address the elephant in the room. Bob, Uh-oh. would you move over and uh, take care of it? Thank you. Not to get the elephant out of the room. Um, <laughs> Heather, formerly on Garage Squad, all I see are people addressing you saying, Heather, what happened? I haven't heard you say what happened. I've seen you write it in your Instagram accounts, which you can follow her on Instagram and all sorts of social media. What happened? I mean, it was time to move on, and that's just kind of the the end of it. Garage Squad is a great show. I love working on the show. It's fantastic. Um, But eventually, you can't do everything forever. So (laughs) I had to move on, had to do some other things, and it's allowed me some room to work on some new projects that I'll have coming out and some room to road trip like we have coming up here. So um, created some space for me to work on, get some new things going. So that was great. It wasn't a surprise to you, or was this your idea? Um, it's, it wasn't a surprise. Of course, I have my fans that are very loyal to me and they're excited to see what I'm doing next. So I can't wait to share it. I wish I already had stuff I could share besides the big road trip. (laughs) (laughs) You've done a couple of road trips, haven't you? Uh, I'm not talking about the road trip that's coming up. I'm talking about you've gone to other countries and shared pictures of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like to travel as much as possible. Um, I did a big road trip through the Midwest area in my Mustang. Um, and I've done some other traveling that wasn't, wasn't in my vehicle as well, but, but the big road trip that I had done was through the, the Midwest, through Illinois. I did, um, Missouri through Kansas. So that was a good one. Was that oh, my the, car? Is, yeah. I was just going to say, was that the one where you were bringing it back? Cause I think you actually got it in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm, I did. Yeah. I got it in the Midwest and then I brought it back. So. That was a that was a fun journey for sure, and you know, and you get to learn about a lot about your car that way. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing you learned about your car coming out here? Oh, multiple things about my car, um, but one of the things is a very small thing that's kind of funny is is that the radiator cap was just didn't have an inner seal in it, and it kept leaking radiator fluid. Surprise! Like, so easily, yeah. <laughs> There's little things like that, you know, that you wouldn't know until you get it really hot and drive it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then you think to yourself, hey, this would be a good time to uh, put it on Instagram. Hey, what? Take a take a selfie with you and your radiator. Exactly. Here mm-hmm. we go. Here's what's happening with the car. <laughs> For those who didn't know, and I, know, I think you actually brought this up the last time you were on the show, but you actually got the show. What was it? Joe Zolper's relative or something? From the Mustang? Uh, I'm sorry. No, not Joe's. It was Ronnie's brother. Who oh, Ronnie's it. brother. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. so his brother had it. He took real, took real good care of it. Um, it was just in his garage. He just drove it to shows and such. So um, it was in really good condition. It, it is in good condition, but it's an old yeah, car. Yeah, so, gorgeous. You know. Turned out Thank pretty. you. No, it looks great. No, if anybody's, <laughs> yeah. and you haven't seen it, you have to check out Heather on uh, Instagram and social media as well. Erica, we know Heather... We've heard her stories about chaining the hood of her car to the car so it doesn't fly open while she drives it. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your car background. When was the first time you actually got a gist that you were into cars? How old were you? So um, I have been into cars since I was a teenager. Um, it's weird because my family was never really into cars. Like my dad didn't, wasn't into cars. My brother wasn't into cars. I kind of got into it by myself and a very weird way that probably no one else in the world ever has. Um, I've always had kind of an eye for design. Like I've always enjoyed design and I almost went to fashion school and I feel like my interest, um, in the challenger basically kind of stemmed from how they designed it. So, kind of iconically against the 70s so in my opinion i think that like the 2008 version that came out the very first time that they introduced it to um, production it just looked so nostalgic and the lines were just perfectly done in a modern way and i was like i have to have one so i just had a plan of getting a v6 i was 21 i bought my first v6 um i planned on having that for a while and (laughs) it tended to kind of snowball out of control so that I wanted more speed, more horsepower. And I slowly worked my way up through the entire line of challengers. I've had five. Really? My very okay. first V6 at okay. age 21. And I, uh, I went through my RT classic was second. Then I had, I built and ordered a scat pack challenger. Um, that was my third one. And the funny thing is I moved here three years ago from New Jersey, drove it across the country, my scat pack. And it was totaled by a fallen tree during the El Nino. Ooh. So I had it here maybe eight months. And bye-bye. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so, wow, that was yeah, rough. So, so then I was forced to get a fourth challenger, of course. Um, and I ended forced. up with a beef. Forced. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up uh, Arm behind your back. <laughs> what was that? Arm behind your back. Oh, exactly. I was forced to. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I had to. But um, it was a B5 Blue Challenger SRT, so I just kind of went one step up. And then um, that car was the only one that I got pre-owned. And I just felt like I didn't connect with it. I only had it maybe, I don't know, not even a year. And I ended up trading it for the Hellcat. And boy, do I connect with this car. I absolutely love it. 2016 Hellcat. Wow. Okay. Did you all go through the same uh, auto dealership guy? No. So I got my first three in Jersey. And then when I drove the Scatpack across country, I I think I went, where did I? Okay, the pre-owned one, I actually bought that one in Florida and had it shipped here. Mm. And then the final one, the Challenger, I just traded it in, into a local dealer in my area. 
I was just thinking, could you imagine being the same sales guy the minute you just drive by, his mouth starts watering? This is going to be <laughs> great commission now. What was Are you your... ready for your sixth calendar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, they don't make the demon anymore. Would you consider getting one used? Well, no, not unless it was like an additional car. Um, I, I daily drive my Hellcat, and I kind of, I like the fact that it's just, it's just so, it's, it's so convenient. Like, it's usable. It's, it's a normal, everyday car. It just happens to have a little bit more horsepower. So I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't know, just too much torque. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, the they come with tires or um, track tires as well with the Demon. So I just, I don't need all the extras. I just kind of want it to stay, like, a very high-performance daily driver, basically. Mm-hmm. What was your first car? Okay, so I first drove my mom's 03 Jetta, so Volkswagen Jetta. I had that, and then I had a Subaru Impreza. I don't remember the year, but it was a little bit newer than the Jetta. And then from the Impreza, I moved to the V6 and got my own very first own car. Hmm, okay. So you were. I'm just thinking if there's some compensation going on here for driving a uh, car that didn't have a lot of get-up-and-go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, with a V6, I'm pretty sure that one only had like 275 horsepower. I don't even think it was 300 at the time I got it, and um, it, you know, they weigh like 4,000 pounds. Yeah. So it uh, it wasn't that speedy to say. Hmm. That looks like that sounds like a lot of fun though. You must have a lot it of fun with good. that. So. Oh yeah. So how did you guys get together? Now you guys have this trip plan, and we're going to talk about that. But I was just curious, how did you guys meet? Yeah, that's a really good yeah. question. So, <laughs> so Heather and I are obviously both um, car influencers on social media. Like, you guys know us from absolutely loving cars. Um, Shell actually found us, and we went on a trip with Shell, and we met on a Shell trip. Yeah, so we went out and learned all about, you know, to went, flew out to Houston and, and went on a trip out there and toured their facility and everything. And, um, we, and Eric and I ended up sitting next to each other for dinner and having some wine. Yeah, but I love um, it. <laughs> and I had a little too much wine that night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> happens sometimes. Um, and so we were chatting it up. And then I think we ended up on the same plane, the same flight back. We didn't even yeah. know it. So we ended up on the same flight back. And mm-hmm. um, we ended up sitting next to each other and stuff. So we ended up chit-chatting about more about cars and just different things. And then yeah. we just kind of came up with this idea, like, you know what? We should do something together, you know? Because I was like, yeah, I mean, road tripping is fun. Um, and I love doing it, um, but it's really great when you have someone else to go with you and Absolutely. You can take pictures of each other, Absolutely. and you can enjoy yeah. the different stuff and all that. So, um, so we we were trying to come up with something that we could do that would be fun together, and um, and then we bam hit it, and we were like, we need to do a road trip, and um, we pitched it to Shell, and they were very excited about taking my classic Mustang and and driving it down there. I know Erica's like, next time we're taking my Hellcat, which <laughs> she's probably really going to say I, yeah. that after this week. <laughs> I will be I will be happy to get to know your car. I think it's absolutely gorgeous, and I love, like, the vintage. I, I think that's going to be really cool. So, yeah. so, Erica, there is something, and you have, to, you have to admit, there is something about a vintage car on a road trip. Uh, right. If you had a chance to get a vintage car, what kind of vintage car would you get? Oh, that's easy. Do I just say the obvious answer? Sure. Okay, 71 Challenger. 71 Challenger. <laughs> that's so shocking to me. 
Definitely. I have always wanted one of those. And I, I prefer, I wanted to get like one that's kind of run down and kind of fix it up myself. That's like my ultimate dream. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to own one of those one day for sure. Very nice. Very nice. And so you're such a Mopar person. What's going to be yeah. like driving on a road trip in a 65 Mustang? I know. So um, I think that I've been joking with my um, some of my followers. They're like, you're going in a Mustang? Like, what? <laughs> I was like, you know, it's, it's a classic Mustang, and it's absolutely gorgeous. So this one gets a pass. I've just been kind of joking about that. But honestly, um, it's still a muscle car, even though it's, you know, a 65. Like, I, I really vibe with muscle cars. Um, I just think hers is absolutely gorgeous. So I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Heather, does this uh, Mustang have air conditioning? You know what? That's a really good question because right now the I am <laughs> I've been working on my car today with the, with my friend and we are working on the air conditioning. I did put aftermarket air conditioning on it, but for some reason it's not working. Ooh. And today has been diagnosing the air conditioning, um, and we recalibrated it. Um, it seems fine with the calibration. Um, it seems like perhaps the heater valve is not working correctly, um, but I couldn't actually get one in time um, before the trip to get it on there. So um, we're, we might have to just bypass the heater hoses altogether oh um, and just hook it up. So we might we either. So the the long story short is that we hopefully will have AC, but that means we will not have heat. But I don't think we'll need the heat. I don't, I don't think, think we'll you'll okay. need the heat. No, 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 no. You'll probably need the air conditioning at night. It's going to be like that, especially where you're going to be driving. So tell us a little bit about where you're going to start and when. Yeah. And how's the... Well, Go ahead. I think that we won't need the air conditioning too much because, it's. I mean, we're starting in Northern California. So her, yeah. so Eric and I are flying up to Santa Rosa. Um, we'll have my car delivered there. And then we're going to head towards the coastline. And our whole idea is to take the slow, scenic route down the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, Highway 1, the whole way. So, we're, yeah. I mean, you know, we're gonna, I mean, my car can go 70, but it likes to go about 60. It's happy at 50, 60. Mm-hmm. That's a cruising <laughs> car. So, um, okay, so, 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 slow way. <laughs> so you're going to be the one all the people are honking at to get the heck out of uh-huh. the way. Yeah. So, yeah. so not 75? <laughs> yeah so we're gonna do it until way and we're gonna stop we have about a week to go um so we'll take off tuesday morning on the 17th um we'll get our we have a tentative itinerary um but you know (laughs) things can change uh, absolutely. No, I understand that, and I don't know if you really want to give everybody your itinerary. Otherwise, no, you're going to have. No, but we're going to end up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end up at Newport Beach on the big. The big finale is the 22nd, um, September 22nd, in at the Balboa Car Show in Newport Beach, and everyone can come. That it's an open public event. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast there. Uh, my Man Seeks Adventure podcast live from the event. And Eric and I are going to end our road trip driving into that car show and meet people. Um, we'll have some posters. We're going to talk about our trip on the podcast, and we're just going to kind of meet and greet a bunch of people. So we definitely want to invite people out to that event, the Balboa Car Show. And you never know who's going to show up at those. You For, don't. I know. I mean, I know. I, speaking of, I had mentioned the Wheeler Dealers. I mean, uh, I think Ant Anstead sometimes shows up there. Mike Brewer sometimes shows up there. And, and certainly a lot of other different people that are real auto people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I was talking with them, and he said that you know if, if Mike Brewer is in town, he might show up as well that day, which would be a bonus for everybody. So um, he's a real nice guy, and that would be that would be great if he if he showed up too. So yeah, you never you never know in the car world because we just you know I've I've gone to shows a lot of times different different car shows, and you know 
just walked around, you know, just by myself. And then, you know, once in a while, people were like, oh, wait, hey, aren't you? <laughs> I recognize you. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, actually. <laughs> you know, I must say this. And the fact that people in the car business, no matter what show they're on, or even if they're not affiliated with shows that you see on TV or whatever, they're such nice people. Yeah, we're it's all so friends. true. It is so, I mean, everybody's really nice, and, and even some of the ones you'd think are a little stuck up, nope, they're not at all. They're they're really nice <laughs> people, and uh, they're real easy to get along with. And, and the thing is, we all go around, we all kind of come to a common ground, especially when we're talking about cars. Yeah. Which is exactly. a great pun for my title of the show. But there you that, go. But that's not what I had <laughs> in mind. I was just throwing that out. So, again, just to get the dates down, you're leaving on the 17th. And you're going to be down in uh, Balboa Island there. When is that? The 22nd, September 22nd. September 22nd. So if you're in Southern California, you're definitely going to want to check that out. And uh, for those people who uh, know where Balboa Island, it's real easy to find. It's, uh, you know, use your map quest for God's sakes. Come on. Do I have to tell you everything? <laughs> really pretty area, too. Come hang out with us. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. It's going to be at 7 a.m., so get up early. Mm-hmm. Um, come on down there. It's super chill. Um, it, it's, it's a really relaxed car show. I mean, we're at the beach. I mean, a block from the beach. Yeah. It's beautiful down there. There'll be hundreds of people bringing their classic cars. Um, it'll be it's a nice way to start your Sunday. You Absolutely. Know? That's Oh, by yeah. the way, I had to bring this up because I always look to see what you guys are up to to talk about stuff, of course. Not to stalk. I never do that. Um, <laughs> but you met Shirley Muldowney. I did. I did. Tell me about that. Yeah, at the Muscle Cars on the Strip in Las Vegas. Um, she, uh, we were, I was set up with her and David Rea, and we were doing autographs. And oh, she's a great lady. She's really cool. I mean, this, she's, she's seen it all. Let me tell you. I mean, talk about strong women and woman empowerment. <laughs> Shirley has, uh, she's been through it. I mean, she just stopped racing. I think too, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Like. That's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incredible when you. I mean, can you imagine so cool. have to go through what she had to go through at at that time? No, at that I time, I can't. I have a lot of respect for her. I mean, to 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 be in a in an industry like that. I mean, and to actually be able to have the strength to just see it as like, look, I'm a person and I'm doing it too. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Exactly. And you got a chance to check out the Lions Drag Race Museum. What a cool place. Have you been there? Yes, it is so nice. And especially you took the shot right there where I believe that 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 area above the drag strip is actually original, that they actually redid that and somehow managed to put it back together. And they had it for that museum. And also all the areas, it kind of looks like Disneyland. It is like <laughs> Disneyland for car people. It's pretty amazing. I was just talking about it with somebody. I mean, it's it's hard to describe because, I mean, it's basically, you know, it's, it's a replica of the drag strip to a degree with murals and so intricate paintings and so many different, different cars. But then they have a whole movie theater section with all of the different, you know, classic cars and movie theaters that are sitting out in front of the movie theater. Right. And then they have a whole 50s um, diner. Um, it, 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 it's absolutely incredible. I, I sounds awesome. I recommend people to come check that out. Erica, you have to check it out. And, and one I of, have to. It's almost a diorama. It's like a regular size diorama. They do a Back to the Future kind of area where you see the uh, the clock on the courthouse. or And they also do a barber shop front area. Uh, it's kind of a 
facade, I guess, is the best way to put it. They had a Helms Helms Bakery truck area. And so they ended up having a bakery there, at least the front of it. And then you'd have a Helms Bakery truck, both kinds that you'd see growing up in Los Angeles. It, It was it was pretty crazy. Pretty Super neat. Cool. Yeah. Nostalgic. yeah, absolutely. And uh, you can check that out at uh, the Lions Museum. They, I believe everything to see that, you have to make an appointment, but still. I believe so. Yeah, Rick, who put that, he, I mean, he's had that for a long time. And when I was there, they just were celebrating another section. So he just continues to build this. It's, just, it's over, over the years, it's just it became this incredible space. The fact that where that drag strip section where you were there, that's supposedly the spot where the Christmas tree was and everything else, and those cars used to race down the speedway before they built all these warehouses. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's unique. So, Erica, where are we going to find you in case people want to check out and see what you're up to? Uh, obviously, they can come down and see you when you guys finish up your cruise, but uh, where can people find you online? Yeah, so I'm actually most active on Instagram. You can find me at, it's just my name, it's Erica, E-R-I-C-A, S. C-H-R-U-L-L, Erica Schrull. And I also have a YouTube channel. It's kind of on a break right now, but there's tons of back videos and really cool stuff to watch. Um, So you can find me both there. And there's actually more than Mopars on your YouTube channel. There is, yes. I, I, I definitely have an interest in more than just Mopar and Dodd, so you'll be able to watch and learn <laughs> on my channel as well. 97% Mopar, 3% Ford. Yeah, so, there... <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty much, honestly. Absolutely. And Heather, what are you doing now? And you're running around, you're doing a lot of uh, trips and like you're going to be having this coming up. Uh, where are we going to see you next, aside from yeah. uh, the cruise? Well, I'll be on here again for my fourth time when I tell you about my latest project. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm just trying to get my Mustang 100% for this road trip. I mean, I, I, I tell you, I've been I've been spending many, many, many hours just getting prepped for this road trip. I mean, people think, oh, yeah, you just, you know, new car, you just get on the road. And in this situation, it's like I've just been spending hours and hours just finding little things here and there to get my car ready. So this, I can't even focus on what is coming afterwards until we're done with our trip and driving back. Um, yeah. But we'll see. It's, you know, the end of the year. So um, I'm hoping to get another road trip in after this before before the year wraps up. I keep thinking of Saturday Night Live, how they give away the five-year jackets. <laughs> I'm going to have to come up with something. She's going to need one. You're going to need like a fourth time jacket, I think. that'll. We were going to give you a talking about cars hat, but we'll have to mail it to you, I guess. And uh, we'll just kind of see where the rest of this goes. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it's going to be a really fun time on our road trip. I'm really excited. I actually have not driven down that particular center in the central coast of California. What's the so. one thing you guys are looking forward to seeing? Um, I'm really looking forward to the 17-mile drive in Big Sur area up in there. That's, mm. I have multiple, multiple people have told me that it's so incredible. So I, I think that that's going to be really amazing. What about you, Erica? Um, so I've only been up to Car Week once in Monterey, and it was just an absolutely gorgeous city. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Monterey again. Very nice. Well, gals, I appreciate you coming in and telling us what's going on with you and talking a little cars here and uh, – especially uh, shocking that uh, you're into Mopars there, Erica, but I appreciate you guys coming in. (laughs) Heather, always great talking to you, and uh, have fun on the trip. And, uh, again, go down, see them on the 22nd. What time in the morning do they have to be there? Um, Well, it's 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., and at 9 a.m. it's done. So you can get there at any point between then. We're going to roll in a little bit after 7. Um, So, 
yeah, and they'll be. Uh, you have to be, be, make it quick. Sleep in the parking lot, and that way you don't have to worry about getting up early because you're there already you there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Always great to hear from our pal Heather Storm, the former Garage Squad co-host, and Erica Schrule, who is joining us for the first time. She is a car influencer. Keep an eye on her as she continues to move up the line of challengers on the menu. Who knows what's next? Maybe it's the family truckster challenger that they're going to come up with what a challenger station wagon anything's possible hey remember to subscribe to talking about cars on radio.com itunes and knx1070.com along with apple podcasts that way you can be notified when a new podcast is uploaded and you won't miss a thing if you're on itunes please give us five stars please 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 leave a comment about what you think of the podcast give us a review and our website is talkingaboutcars.net follow us on social media accounts on twitter facebook and instagram until next time i'm randy cardoon join me as we have some fun talking about cars